0: Every single successful B2B company that exists today started as a startup. Through sleepless nights, several rounds of funding, and a couple mistakes along the way, startups have become the backbone of the American economy. In today's episode, we've dived deeper into how sales and marketing teams at B2B organizations can help grow their local startup culture. And a quick shout out to our newly erected headquarters here in Nashville, a nicknamed Tech Hill. We're trying to create an atmosphere alongside the Nashville Tech Council to grow the exact businesses our guest is talking about. Andrew Yang is the founder and CEO of Venture for America. Think Teach for America, but for startups.
1: Well, when I graduated from college back in the day, I didn't know what to do, so I went to law school. Uh, which was a popular thing at that point, still kind of is. Found that you know it was very, very uh, not a great fit to be an attorney. So I tried to start a business, uh, which flopped. So I learned firsthand how hard it was to start a business as a 20-something year old. So the way I got better is I worked for a more experienced entrepreneur for four years, and then I became the CEO of a test prep company called Manhattan GMAT that went on to be acquired by the Washington Post. So I I knew that young people wanted that sort of opportunity, but weren't really getting the support they needed. Uh, and on the flip side, if you're a small company, what you really need is a talent to grow. So I started Venture for America to, to connect those two groups with a focus on Detroit, Baltimore, New Orleans, Cincinnati, Cleveland, St. Louis, and other cities that weren't necessarily getting an influx of talent every year. Andrew, what would you say, I mean,
0: is the current state of entrepreneurship in the U.S., has it uh, improved pretty dramatically over the past couple of years? How would you sort of rate it right now?
1: You know, it, it's a tale of extremes. You know, you go to certain places and you think, wow, like this is the golden age of entrepreneurship. Definitely Silicon Valley, you get that sense in some respects, though um, I was just there. And, it, you know, I mean, it, it has its own issues. On the the whole, though, 18 to 30-year-olds are starting businesses at lower rates than at any point in the last 25 years. There are a number of reasons why, why people think this is. School loan debt is uh, most commonly cited. But I actually think it's deeper than that. I think that there's a real risk aversion in today's young people, in part because in order to get into college, they had to be essentially perfect uh, unlike in my day where you could screw up a little
0: why would you say uh, certain areas are having more entrepreneurs sort of come out of them than others uh, I know you mentioned a couple there a couple previous uh, you know Detroit st. Louis Cleveland I guess need help a little bit uh, with developing entrepreneurs uh, obviously Silicon Valley New York um, there's a couple other cities that really you know have seen success with entrepreneurs what would you say is sort of the difference between those two is is it sort of a, a structure is there a you know a structure in place within those cities that sort of prevents entrepreneurships from starting up? Or if so, how can you sort of, you know, prevent that?
1: It's not the case that there is an entrepreneurship in Detroit, New Orleans, and, and Baltimore. There actually are uh, a lot of really cool companies uh, and awesome entrepreneurs starting them. The difference really lies in terms of scale, where you have a venture capital-driven industry that's centered in, in a few cities, um, San Francisco and New York among them. And so they're really trying to hit home runs. It's pretty much home runs only, but <laughs> but because the home runs are highly, highly visible and tend to have an outsized impact and get covered more, then they're the ones you see. Whereas if you have like a really cool $10 million company like Lucid in New Orleans. It's less visible. That, that I'm actually undershooting. That company is probably more like a 20 to $30 million company. There are success stories like that around the country that we need to support and also have our young people spend time in so that they can learn how to build those types of businesses.
0: And so what are sort of the, the formal steps in you know helping folks establish businesses in these markets? Obviously, Venture for America is a big part of that. But what would you say are really a couple actionable steps to improve the way that these cities interact with and develop uh, startups?
1: Broadly speaking, you need three things for a startup to get off the ground successfully money, team and talent, and a product market fit. So, what we focus on at Venture for America is the second piece team and talent. Um, we think if you have the right people, then you can accomplish fundraising and figuring out your market. The way that most markets start is with a money piece. And I'd say that's a great place to start, truthfully. Like, uh, you know, it, it's hard to make it work if there's very little money available. So, if A region or a city was interested in driving innovation, start with the money and then go to the team and talent. And then the market is going to be generally a five to 10 year process. Um, But you got to start with the talent and the money.
0: You're obviously uh, at Transformation. This episode is sponsored by Transformation. Uh, how do you think uh, brands and marketers can work together with entrepreneurs and startups to sort of help improve the, I guess, startup culture in companies all across the U.S.? Is there a relationship there that you see uh, you know, mu- being mutually beneficial?
1: Yeah, I, I really do because many of the cultural attributes you associate with startups revolve around things like authenticity or um, personal voice you know a particular culture where it's more nimble and i think that there are a lot of large companies that are struggling to present themselves to uh, their customers in that way you know everything from when you call them to the commercials you see and and i think that the aspiration is actually a really important one we've seen some forms of institutional behavior that turn people off and the more that companies can embrace not just the marketing message, but also the cultural attributes of entrepreneurs, uh, I, I think it's going to be a real competitive advantage over time.
0: And I'm curious to Andrew, uh, what would you say, sort of in being on the ground floor and in being at Transformation, what has so far been the theme for you uh, of the conference this year?
1: So far, it's about trying to build the future, which uh, it, it's incredible to see so many marketing leaders that are engaged really proactively with what like, the next steps are going to be in terms of how to reach people, but also uh, around genuinely building their own organizations in different ways and helping some of their clients genuinely engage with some of the things that young people care about. It's more than marketing. It's about substance behind it.
0: And uh, Andrew, what would you say are the next steps for Venture for America and sort of entrepreneurship in the U.S.?
1: Our goal is to make it so that young people see entrepreneurship as a concrete path. And right now, the problem is that it's hyped up. But if you actually go to the ground level and say, hey, 24 year old, you know, what are your choices? The gig economy kind of sucks. I mean, like, uh, you know, so so saying like, hey, they're going to do five things to support themselves will be great is not great. <laughs> 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 so, like, like To me, that's like really unproductive. So the the question is, hey, 24 year old enterprising young person, how can you start a meaningful business that can grow to a point where it can support your family and you know, 15 other people? Or if it's not going to be for you to start a business, what are the growth companies in your city or neighborhood and what do they need? Like, how do you help them grow? Those are the kind of connections we need to build in concrete ways. And also let our young people that happen to be lucky enough where they can take a couple shots, know that it's okay to fail and that no one gets it right the first time. You know, Bill Gates' first company failed, Sam Walton's first store failed. No one remembers that stuff. We have to let our young people know that it's okay to fail earlier and then get them to a point where they're able to significantly contribute. On the Venture of America front, we're growing year over year. And this year, there's a documentary coming out about us called Generation Startup that's directed by Academy Award winner Cynthia Wade. It's going to be out in the fall. And I think that the documentary is going to be a major awareness driver for us. And hopefully, not not just us, but hopefully it will give young people a sense as to what the reality is of starting a business and helping them grow.
0: Absolutely. I love that. And I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that. And hopefully I can include some links to that premiere in the show notes of this episode. So, uh, Andrew, how can our listeners find out more about you and about Venture for America?
1: Uh, certainly go to our website ventureforamerica.org. i also wrote a book called smart people should build things that talks about the ideas behind venture for america why we need more of our young people engaged in entrepreneurship so if you're the literate type you can check out the book but the <laughs> easiest thing is go to the website ventureforamerica.org.
0: fantastic well uh, thank you again so much andrew for joining me today a phenomenal episode and uh, really looking forward to uh to checking out more about venture for america yeah thanks for having me To find out more about B2B Nations Marketing Edition, check us out on iTunes or Twitter. Let us know your thoughts on this episode or really any episode. We would love to hear what you think. Thanks for listening.